I'm so glad you've joined us today. This is The Wisdom Journey. It's a three-year teaching series through the Bible with a new lesson each weekday. Stephen Davey has been teaching God's Word for over 36 years. We're convinced that God will use this and all of the lessons to help you walk wisely through life. Today we're in a section from Luke 2. We're going to meet Jesus as a 12-year-old boy. This lesson is called, The First Recorded Words of Jesus. In the Jewish world, every calendar hanging on the wall, so to speak, has a circle around the seven days that mark the Feast of Passover. Well, back in the days of our Lord, Jewish law required all men from the age of 13 and up to attend three annual feasts in the city of Jerusalem, Passover, Pentecost, and Tabernacles. Now, allowances would be made for men who live far away to attend only one of the three, and Passover was typically the feast that they favored. Now, it's at this very moment in the Jewish calendar, which would have been late March, early April, that Luke gives us a glimpse into the boyhood of Jesus. So our wisdom journey today takes us to the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2 and verse 41. Now his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to custom. Now let me tell you, this verse acts like a window into the home of Joseph and Mary through which we we can see their devotion to God. Jewish law allowed any Jewish male who lived beyond 15 miles of Jerusalem to celebrate Passover in his own village, not have to make that long and expensive journey. Nazareth was 65 miles away north of Jerusalem. So Joseph is well outside that 15-mile perimeter. And By the way, the law never required women to make the journey to any of these feasts. In Jerusalem. So keep that in mind. And let me go back and read verse 41 again. Now, his parents went to Jerusalem every year at the feast of the Passover. Do you get that? Every single year. They didn't want to miss this opportunity to worship God as a family in the city of Jerusalem. Now, this particular year is significant because Luke tells us that Jesus is 12 years old. He's He's months away from full membership in the synagogue. The modern custom recognizing this milestone is called the bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah means son of the law or son of the commandment. At age 13, the boy becomes a son of the law, which means he's now personally responsible to keep the law for himself. Well, Here comes 12-year-old Jesus and his parents to follow their annual commitment of celebrating Passover. This annual feast celebrated the atoning work of God through the Passover lamb back there in Egypt when God delivered the Israelites centuries earlier. So I want you to catch the irony here. Joseph and Mary are bringing the deliverer to celebrate Israel's deliverance. They're bringing the, the final Passover lamb to celebrate the sacrifice 
of Passover lambs. Wow. Imagine the meaning of their visit. Now, at Passover, a Jerusalem, we know from history, would be packed with pilgrims and, and merchants. Joseph, Mary, and, and young Jesus would have gone to the stalls to choose their lamb. Uh, perhaps Joseph let Jesus uh, pick one out that year all by himself. One historical record indicates that more than 250,000 sheep would have been sacrificed in Jerusalem during the Passover. Now, Jesus would have watched that priest catch the blood of that little lamb in a silver or golden basin and then douse at the foot of the altar that lamb's blood. Joseph would have then put that lamb over his shoulder and walked with Jesus and Mary wherever they were staying and, and, and taken that lamb and prepared it to be eaten. The night would end late. Many people would take to the streets. There would be joyful reunions with family and friends. Others would wait for the opening of the doors at midnight on the Temple Mount, and they could go there and, and pray. The Passover celebration went on for an entire week. Uh, most people would come for just two days, from what we know historically, when the Passover meal would be eaten. But not not Joseph and Mary and young Jesus. In fact, Luke specifically tells us here in verse 43, they were returning after spending the full number of days. You know what that means? They stayed the entire week. They didn't want to miss a moment of it. And Jesus couldn't get enough of it either, evidently, because he decided to stay behind. Verse 43 says, Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem. His parents did not know it, but supposing him to be in the group, they went a day's journey. The people would travel in caravans to and from these feasts for protection. The women and children traveled in the front of the caravan, and the men traveled behind them to make sure no one got lost or stranded along the way. And these two sections would meet in the evening as they prepared to camp out. Well, Joseph thought, you know, Jesus was up there with Mary, and Mary thought Jesus was back there with Joseph. And that night they realized Jesus wasn't with either one of them, and it finally hit them. We've left Jesus back there in Jerusalem. I mean, imagine losing the Messiah. <laughs> well, I remember going out to eat with my family and some friends one, uh, one Sunday after church, and because I'd gotten to church earlier that morning than my wife and kids, she drove the minivan, and I drove earlier in my old pickup truck. Well, when we got home from the restaurant, she said to me, well, where's Seth? Well, that was our six-year-old uh, twin son. I said, well, well, I thought he was with you. And she said, oh, I thought he was with you. Well, I'd left him back there at that restaurant. Let me tell you, I raced back there, and I found him sitting up on a stool watching a ball game on the big screen. He, he never missed us for a moment, but it sure was good to find him. You know, it's one thing to lose one of your children at a restaurant. But can you imagine realizing you lost your child back in the bustling city of Jerusalem? In fact, get this timing. Can you imagine searching for him for three days, as verse 46 told us? Three days. I mean, what an amazing relief to Joseph and Mary to find him at the temple. This verse tells us, Jesus was sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were, were amazed at his understanding and his answers. He hadn't missed 
his parents at all. And we're not given any details about whom he stayed with and how he had food to eat. But we are told here is uh, that Mary and Joseph found him finally in the temple. And Mary, a very typical mom, interrupts this question and answer session in the temple and says here in verse 48, Son, why have you treated us so? Behold, your father and I have been searching for you in great distress. <laughs> Mary is a, is a very normal mother reacting in kind. What in the world are you thinking? Do you know what you've put us through? Now get ready for this. These are the first recorded words of Jesus in the Gospels. Verse 49, and he said to them, why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Wow. As one author put it, this response clearly indicates that at this point in his life, 12-year-old Jesus now is fully conscious of his person, his relationship to his father, and, and his mission. I, I, I can't imagine the stunned silence that must have taken place after that statement. Now, with that, you might not expect what you read here in verse 51. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was submissive to them. You might expect instead to read something like, and they went to Nazareth and they were submissive to him. No. Now, Jesus still has a lot of growing up to do. He's the son of God. He realizes that now. But he's also fully human, and he's under the authority of his earthly parents. By the way, knowing who he was didn't make Jesus proud or stubborn toward his rather ordinary peasant father and mother. It didn't make him less obedient to them either. In fact, it highlights his obedience. And let me tell you, the same should be true of us as well. The fact that we belong to God as his children means our relationships with others should be marked with humility and grace. We know that God is our Father because we've placed our faith in his Son. And guess what? That ought to make us better spouses, better employees, more diligent students, more gracious people. Knowing we belong to him should affect everything that belongs to us. Well, until our next wisdom journey, beloved, may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Today's lesson is called The First Recorded Words of Jesus. I'm so glad you joined us. Stephen Davey is the president of Wisdom International. In addition to being your teacher for this daily Bible lesson, Stephen also publishes a monthly magazine. He deals with a different topic each month. The goal of the magazine is to help you better understand what the Bible says and how it applies directly to your life. If you've never seen it, we'd like to send you the next three issues as our gift to you. Visit wisdomonline.org forward slash magazine for information. 
or call us at 866-48-BIBLE. We'd really like you to see it, so contact us today, then join us again next time.